This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this podcast special. Once again, it's a crossover between Search with Canda and the SEO Mindset. You probably know me already if you're listening on the Search with Canda feed, but just in case you're not, I am Jack Chambers-Ward. I am the host of Search with Canda and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Hello, Sarah McDowell. How are you? I'm very well. How about yourself? Doing all right. Doing all right. We're recording together. I love podcasting with you guys. It's nice to actually sit down and record another podcast with you guys. Ah, yes, and we also have Tasman. Howdy, howdy. Hello, everyone. Um, Hello, Jack. Hello, Sarah. This feels weird because we normally do these podcasts together in front of an audience and we don't have anyone watching us. (laughs) That we know of. That we know of. (laughs) I have... uh, Yeah, so we... We can, we, we can imagine exactly, it in our heads. Exactly. Everyone well, what we're talking about, by the way, like is we recorded an in-person live podcast event when we were in Brighton for Brighton SEO earlier on in September. But unfortunately, there were some technical difficulties and stuff. But we are going to deliver a podcast nonetheless. We promised you a podcast and a crossover event. So by gosh darn it, we're going to deliver one. Right, and guys? we are resilient, right? Exactly. This exactly. is an example of things go wrong that are out of your control okay what can we do about technical issues nothing there's no way to get that audio back unless we've got a time machine so we're just gonna (laughs) i mean is jack tasman any time machines knocking about i don't don't imagine I don't know. I've I've had that uh, there, ghost there film in my head, and now you've got Back to yeah, the you, Future you, in my, my head as well. I'm afraid I'm no use with time machines, unfortunately. Uh, I'd like to be. But what we can do is we can talk oh. about the event and have it more of like a reflection. You know what we talked about, and also it will give you, our listeners, mm-hmm. FOMO, and you want to be there next time. Fear of missing out. Exactly, because we're gonna yourself. we're gonna do it again, right? We're planning to do it, hopefully, pretty much around every Brighton SEO. So fingers crossed, in about six months' time, when it swings back around in April, we'll be doing another live podcast event again. So yeah, if you do feel like you missed out on the last one, there'll be another one coming up in a few months as well. So hopefully, this will yeah. also build your excitement as well as gathering and building some FOMO as well. <laughs> All of. The- 
That that's well official. Besides, exactly. we've got banners got now. Banners. Doesn't that make it official? Before. If we have a banner, even though Jack did get that's an injury yeah. from the banners, but I don't know. We've got two banners. It has now healed. Yeah. Um. Literally before we even started recording, this is before we anybody was in the room or anything like that. We were getting set up. We were getting the stools all set up and stuff. It's amazing venue at projects in the globe room, and we've got these like nearly seven foot tall banners i really underestimated how tall they were and i'm a i'm six foot two i'm a, I'm a big guy i was like thank god i'm here because i can reach right to the top and like really stretch up and, and hook it up and i didn't hook it up did i because i was a i was a fool and missed the little hook thing and it came sliding down and the top metal of it slammed into my thumb and cut my thumb open and yeah Ouch. so 10 minutes before people started arriving i was i was bleeding everywhere but it wasn't anywhere near as dramatic as i'm making it sound <laughs> it was a little cut on my thumb and it's just about healed and scarring i feel again not not for the listeners but for sarah and Tazzy, oh. you might be able to see a little line across my thumb there that's just a little the little scar there but i know i'm, I'm a big brave boy thank you Tazzy. <laughs> okay. very brave, brave jack <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my microphone. Oh, but it it was. And I've just, it, and I've just. It was a really great evening, though. As well. It, it may have started evening, off though. badly with me cutting my thumb open, but it was a really good evening. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and we had some fantastic, fantastic people there with us. Uh, some returning people from the previous episode we'd done live as well, and some brand new people, some familiar faces and some new faces. Brighton SEO mm. speakers, Brighton attendees, people who were not going to Brighton SEO. It was really nice to have another group of people there and our topic was all about managing your energy levels yes. for conferences yes. and it kind of even expanded out of that right we're not just talking about conferences as yeah. relevant as that was to the audience there and us talking about brighton seo and all that kind of stuff we also ended up talking about managing your energy levels in everyday life and a lot of principles that can apply to both as well right yeah so what i think would be good is if we did like a little recap obviously we can't um do it all again as much as we'd love to, <laughs> love to be able to do that um but we can definitely do a recap and like main takeaways and i let's start with where the conversation started okay so we started by talking about what is meant by energy management and obviously when we think about energy management we tend to think straight to physical energy but it's also your mental energy. And this is largely impacted by what you think and how you perceive different situations, right? Yeah, and I think um, going on a step from that, when we think about physical energy, we think about consuming it, consuming the food, consuming the, the hydration, and we think that when we are losing it, it's when we are exercising. So that's the sort of equation if we have in our minds. But we don't often think about what do I do to enhance my mental energy, what things to consume. And equally, we don't really think about where we are losing that mental energy. So things like um, perfectionism, people-pleasing, overthinking, these are all ways that we're losing energy. Um, so that... I feel like the mental, emotional energy just doesn't get talked about enough. But when you go to places like Brighton, that's the thing that depletes you because Brighton isn't physically draining. Nobody's asking you to run around Brighton Centre 10 times. Or mind you, it does feel yeah. like you're walking around Brighton Centre 10 times to find the rooms. But um, but it's the yeah, emotional it's energy not, that you're depleting. Pit. 
either, is it? Like, and I think what was really good to hear is all of our experiences of where we have been in that situation where we've drained all of our energy. I remember when I first started going to conferences and I remember the first Brighton SEO, afterwards, I was a shell of a human. I just wanted to go find a dark room, (laughs) stare at a wall. (laughs) Okay, that's a bit dramatic. Didn't want to do those things. But yeah, it's really draining. It it was really draining and actually reflecting back on it. And it was all because I wasn't aware of what my body needed, but also my mind. What do you reckon, Jack? Yeah, definitely. I'm a similar kind of way. I Mm. talked about this, funnily enough, on the last episode we did live. I was talking about how introverted I am and how I really need that quiet time and alone time to recharge. And I can use a lot of energy. I can switch it on and be very social and be podcast host Jack or event host Jack or whatever I need to be. But really, I need to sit down, lie down, read a book, you know, play a video game or something like that and just and just have a relaxing moment by myself to have that recharging moment. And I know quite a few people in the audience when we were uh, there in Brighton as well were talking about how they need those moments of like, don't be afraid to go and take a, you know, a post-lunch nap or something like that. You don't have to attend absolutely everything. You need to understand how to pace yourself physically and mentally for how you're going to approach a full two-day, sometimes even three or four-day event you could be attending training, you could be doing the fringe events as well. It can quickly turn into what feels like an entire week's worth of socializing and energy using in a couple of days. And taking those moments specifically to have some quiet time to recharge, to not be fully switched on, I think is hugely, hugely important for for me, and I know for plenty of other people as well, to have those ways to balance and really manage your energy levels and kind of pace yourself over the the long period of the conference. Tasmin, anything else on this? Like, what is energy management? So um, I remember on the evening, I I used the analogy of a phone, and that seemed to land really well. Multiple people made that analogy to me as we were were going like, oh, the phone thing is so good. We always think about the phones. It really, really resonated with people. Yeah, so, um, okay, so before you do share that, um, yeah, because that's, yeah, because the second part of the conversation, so we had a a talk about um, what energy management was, why it's important, we all shared experiences, and then the second part of the conversation was we were sharing practical tips, weren't we, and advice of how you can better manage your energy and yeah Yeah. it's great Tasman go with your mobile energy mobile phone energy because um mobile phone energy you know what I'm on about (laughs) so would you like me to share share your mobile mobile phone analogy mobile phone so most of us have a mobile phone most of us have a smartphone and we take care of it. We will plug it in every every evening, fully charge it, take it out the next day. And if we are going to an event like Brighton, we'll make sure we take a charger, or we'll take a power bank, or we'll take something. And we will check in with our phone all the time. Oh, it's you know 92% 
charged, I'm okay, then it starts depleting. And then when it gets to like 10, you think, oh, no, I need to find some way of charging up my phone. If it runs out of charge, it gets to zero and just stops working. And at that time, there is no one to blame but really yourself because you didn't look after it. You didn't, you weren't mindful of it. But what about you? What precautions have you taken before you go to a conference or before you go on a plane journey or whatever? How often do we spend our time Mm. daily charging ourselves? And we look after our phones better than we look after ourselves. So, you know, what is your charging routine? Do you check in with yourself to check where that energy level is? What sort of things are going to give you a boost What's your charger? How do you look after yourself if you go to places like Brighton? And I think um, that landed because it's it's something that we use every day. It's something that everyone has, mm. and they know mm. how they look. And I after suppose their it's it's easy. It's easy, isn't it? Like you see, you see your phone, and you see that the battery's going down. So you're like, oh, I need to charge it. But I suppose the complexity with when it comes to charging your own battery that's where it's so important for like self-awareness and sort of understanding okay what drains me mm-hmm. and what recharges me so um at Brighton SEO I was I was proud of myself because I said no to things so I could say yes to me right you can see I'm very happy with that though proud, <laughs> proud little moment because I, yeah, I've been doing, um, it's been a journey and I'm still learning, right? But for the past few years, I've really tried to understand, okay, what do I need as a human? And as much as I love being around people and I'm a people people, I'm a people people, I'm a people person and I love to socialize, it, it, it drains me and I need time for myself just to step away or um or doesn't necessarily have to be by myself I remember during Brighton SEO I was I was feeling that my energy levels were depleting and I needed to do something about it and I bumped into um Billy Gina okay wonderful shout out to Billy Gina Gina, uh wonderful human and uh, she did a, an amazing session she, with uh, John Mueller on the on the main stage. Uh, so yeah, and I bumped into Billie Gina. Um, it's a great name to say as well. I am getting so sidetracked. Bumped into Billie Gina, and we had a little chit chat. And I and we're like, oh, how are you? I was like, oh, I'm just I'm just overwhelmed. I'm a bit tired. It's so busy. So much stuff going on. And I was like, I think I just need to go to Costa next door. <laughs> like, it's much more quiet over there. Um, and Billy came with me. And it was just so nice to come out of, like, the busyness of that conference center and take a step away. And it was only for, like, half an hour. But that did me the world of good because I went into Costa, had my, I think it was a peach iced tea, something or other. And we just sat had a little conversation it was just two of us and it helped me so there's an example of what I did I I remember after one of the lunches I just went back to the hotel so I'm, I'm tired and I'm not going to be able to get through 
the rest of Thursday and then I have the talk on Friday. So I just went and on the walk home, I bought myself a gelato, strolled along. Nice. Had a nap, nice. And then I came back. What, what were you doing? How were fully you revived. Uh, managing your energy levels? Well, I had my nice little table in the corner with Neurodivergence and SEO. We were positioned like kind of near the cloakroom between Women in Tech SEO and with the Glitch guys and Be Digital as well, like all that kind of like community partners and stuff. So I had a nice little kind of like, I'm, I still feel like I'm there. I still feel like I'm part of it, but I was able to kind of just, but I know there's a chair available because that's my table. So I can go and sit down and, and chill out. And sometimes I'd just be on my own and I'd be like, oh, hello, and just wave at a couple of people. Or I'd just, you know, sit and relax and drink and eat cupcakes there or whatever it was. Like it, it was the leftover cupcakes from the live podcast, funnily enough. So you, you missed more FOMO for missing out on cupcakes, folks. And uh, it was nice to have a little, almost like a little home base, like a little section where I could just go and chill out. And I knew we all talked about this when we did our Neurodivergent and SEO meetup on the Friday, how there is this kind of, pressure from a lot of us and it's something i brought up on the live podcast as well there's that that masking element to a lot of neurodivergent people of like you present your best self because you know if you go fully in with like all of your present adhd or autistic traits or whatever it is it can be pretty full-on for people and it's a lot of them are not like typically socially acceptable and stuff like that so there's this term called masking where neurodivergent people learn to kind of present themselves and we learn to do things slightly different and adjust our behavior so we fit in more easily into you know neurotypical social structures and stuff like that and it was nice when we all got together we're all able to be kind of fully weird and unmask and just be like Ta-da, we're all a bunch of neurodivergent weirdos and i say that with all the love in the world as one myself and it was this nice little moment and that was the real big feedback we got was like this is because that was the first in-person meetup we'd ever done for that community we're all able to just kind of be ourselves especially nice. at a conference is kind of a rare thing because you know, I said earlier, like, oh, I'm able to switch it on. And I mean that pretty literally. I I really have to go suddenly like, okay, fine. I'm, I'm not going to be miserable, grumpy Jack now. I'm going to be like, hey, how are you? Oh, my God. Hi, big hugs. Da, da, da. It's like, it's a real conscious decision for me to switch into that social mode and to have a, a nice little space where I could just kind of chill out and not be so on was was really really helpful that's that's so wonderful to hear that you created a safe space for uh neurodivergent people that were there right but i think i think it, it, it you can it's the same principle across the board so um not to take away from what you said because it was it's yeah what you said was very important and um uh, i wasn't aware of this masking um thing that you just spoke about so that was interesting to learn about um but I think we all need to understand okay what people are energy drainers and what people are energy what's the what's the opposite what's the opposite charges charges (laughs) replenishes um so something that top topper uppers (laughs) topper uppers um and it's not a negative thing that people drain your energy but it's just so i find that um people that i'm closer to or someone that i can have a little hug with or someone that like i just i can be me um because i think when you're meeting new people or you're you're not everyone to a certain extent puts the best version of themselves don't they um whereas I find that um I'm fortunate that 
I've been in the industry for a while and I've got people that I can call friends and that's just wonderful because I can be myself and I I can take the pressure off myself a bit and there was a couple of times where someone gave me a hug and I was like oh I really did need that thank you (laughs) (laughs) a little power up right there um so yeah Tasmin I bet you've got lots of wonderful stuff to say on this matter I think, and you know, that's one of the things that we spoke about in the live, that one um, tip to have going into conferences, know who those people are for you and keep in touch with them and spend time with them. So you may be going around the, you know, going around the centre, going around to talks, doing your speaking, whatever, but knowing that in 45 minutes or at lunchtime, I'm going to meet so-and-so and so-and-so, and that's your recharging. Um, and and I think it doesn't have to be, Jackie, you were talking about, you know, your neurodivergent group. It can be, like Sarah said, people that you know and people that you are comfortable being yourself with. And what, what made me giggle was at the end of everything, we came and camped in your little area of Brighton SEO. In your, in your, and I had that raspberry um, oh, slushy yeah. and it completely went to my head. I broke. I literally couldn't stop giggling, but I didn't mind. It was fine yeah, because I was with friends. Whereas I think um, I'd have been a bit mortified if I'd yeah, been on that with somebody this else. This is it, right? Sorry, Jack, you were you were going to say something no, on that. No, I, I was going to make a joke. Don't worry, carry on. Oh, no, <laughs> make the joke. No, no, time's passed ma- now. No, 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 <laughs> time's passed for that joke. But, um, yeah, but I just, like... Yeah, it's so important, isn't it? And like, obviously, if you're if you're new in an industry mm. and you're going to conferences for the first time, like if you if you have if you're not in a fortunate position where you've got friends or or, or you don't know people, this is a great opportunity to put yourself out there. Um, so when um, mm. what I see in the, for example, in the women in tech SEO community. Shout out to Arij Abu Ali, wonderful organization mm-hmm. there. Shout out to Arij. Um, but what's really nice to see is like people will say, ah, oh, it's the first time that I'm going to Brighton SEO. Is it anyone else's first time? And then you can kind of like create a little group yeah. there, even if it's just one other person that you can be like, do you know what? You are my, yeah. you are my safe space. And you don't know what's going to come from that. Like you might, they might just be there for you during Brighton SEO and that that they're your person that you can feel safe and you can, yeah, do whatever. Um, But you might end up having a long and fruitful friendship like the three of us have. (laughs) Opportunities. Yeah. And and for people who are absolutely, and for people who have never been um, and are going to the next one, one big tip that we shared on the night is don't feel that you've got to go to all of the talks and don't feel like you've got to take copious notes of everything because you're not going to be able to implement everything that you learn at Brighton SEO. It's overwhelming. So pick and choose your talks. Know why you're going to see them. And it could be, I, I, I don't want to learn anything about that topic, but I've heard that person's a really great speaker. So I'm going to use it as a masterclass on how yeah. to do a public talk. Or, you know, I want to learn about that thing, but I don't really want to learn about anything else on the schedule so I can yeah. just slip yeah. away. 
Um, I, I, if only I knew, because the first time I went to Brighton SEO, I was that person that was going to every talk, coming Me back too. with yep. reams, pages of to-dos, notes, and you're just not going to do it. Like there's too much on your plate because why you get caught up in the Brighton SEO ness, right? Stupid word. Um, but you ha- you have all these wonderful ideas and stuff, but you've got to be realistic because you're going to go back to your job, okay? And you've got your other priorities, you've got your other campaigns and stuff. I'm not saying like don't try and implement like anything, but even if you took took away two or three things that you can really focus on and really do that's much better than putting all this pressure with all these reams of notes because like what are you going to do with all of that like you can't you can't implement it all so prioritization is is important yeah absolutely uh jack is there anything else that you shared on the night um yeah i know we talked about a couple of different things in terms of like what you can do to kind of plan stuff out when talking about that now right thinking about how you don't have to go to everything and how i do that is i plan my schedule out ahead of time and i kind of prioritize stuff and i have a these are the talks exactly as you were saying there tasman like maybe i have never seen this person speak live but i've seen them on youtube i've heard them on podcasts i need to hear them speak live oh my god they're like a you know a hero of mine in terms of public speaking or it's a topic i'm really interested in and i want to learn about more or a part of professional development or whatever it is i may i prioritize like a handful and i literally mean upwards of five and no more that i really 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 want to go and see and then the rest of the schedule kind of falls around those kind of things and i want to kind of like make sure i'm not as you exactly as you did and i did sarah the first time i want to go to 35 talks across two days i'm running from auditorium one to over to auditorium two then back around to the syndicate stage then back around to the auditorium again and like as we were saying, you spend half your time running around, dodging people. Like, oh, hello, sorry, see you in a bit, and then just, and then you run past again. Like, there's this whole like franticness and rushness to it. But actually planning yourself out and knowing, okay, I know I've got a talk at eleven o'clock, and I've got a talk at two o'clock that I really want to go to. But between then, maybe I'll find somebody to have lunch with. Maybe I can text my friend who I know is, you know, in the area, is in the is at the conference, and we can hang out for a bit or. In my case, it gave me an opportunity to do some interviews because I was recording podcast stuff. So if you're hearing this on the Search for the Candor podcast, that was last week's episode was my bits between the talks, going around and interviewing people and doing other bits and pieces. And that planning is so key for me to not completely burn myself out. And I already go in with an expectation set realistically rather than a really high expectation of, oh, God, I need to do everything as, as much as possible and make the most of it. Yeah, yeah. Tasman, it looks like you're you're wanting to say something. So I, I, I did not do the planning that Jack did, and I could feel that it was zapping my energy because then people asked me, what talk are you going to? I'm thinking, I don't know, I haven't done this yet. But um, when I left on the Thursday afternoon, went back to the hotel, thought to myself, I'm going to miss that next session. I did go through the talks for the rest of Thursday and Friday and decide these are the ones I'm going to do. And instantly it made me feel better. And you did something as well, Tasman, because 
I messaged, didn't, didn't I, all in the morning, like, oh, let's go and meet for breakfast. And you put your, it was great. You put your boundary, you put your needs first and you were like, do you know what, Sarah? As much as that sounds wonderful, I just need time for me. And I want more people to say no to other people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah, definitely. like everyone's understanding. Yeah. Like I didn't get upset or angry with you at all. And I was like, you know what, Tasman, I don't blame you. You do it. Um, like, because... But it was hard. It was hard to say no. I crafted that text message three times. <laughs> and I thought, what are you doing, Tasman? We talked, we literally talked about this yesterday. You are tired. I had so much to get done before I even got to Brighton. I know everybody does, but um talk about me now and you know, age and all of that. <laughs> I was shattered by the time I got there. And I was really conscious that, you know, Friday was going to be a busy day. So Thursday was my only chance to mm. recoup. And then I thought, no, it's okay. Sarah will understand. I'd love to have breakfast with you, Sarah. However, I'm going to take this opportunity just to chill. And I think leading on from that, which is something that we'd mentioned on the night, when you are meeting people or if you see somebody at Brighton SEO and they're just sitting on their own, ask first before you plow into a conversation mm -hmm. with them. And something happened because on on Thursday night, Jack and I had gone to um what dinner was Seeker that, Jack? Was the name of the we went to yeah. so Seekers, yeah. It was a very nice dinner. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Gareth and um, Annika. You're awesome and for supporting us and getting us it, some dinner. Yeah, very, very nice dinner. Yeah. And and it was a lovely event. Everyone was um was really chilled and is did he say his name's Gareth? Yeah, the, the owner yeah Gareth, Gareth. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were a waiter and asked you to get. Me, <laughs> I thought he was a waiter and asked him to get me a serviette. Oh dear! <laughs> you must have like, God, oh, these big, these big league podcasters coming in here and just bossing us around. Yeah. I spilled a glass of water. It fell around the plate, but some of it, I'm sure, fell into that man's chicken it stew. Did, yeah. But he very. He very, very graciously did not make a fuss about it and just carried on eating and we just mopped around. Anyway, um, I was about to... Jack asked me a question and it wasn't going to be a simple answer. It was going to be a long answer. So I said, look, it's a bit of a story. Are you ready for a story? And Jack said, yeah, I'm ready for a story because, you know, I was tired. I knew he was tired and... Just because we were sat next to each other doesn't mean that we have to keep on talking. But um, yeah, told him the story about how I met my husband. Ah, wonderful. Um, right. Well, time time is ticking by because time does. Right. <laughs> That's what time <laughs> does. Um, but is there anything else that anyone wants to share, or do we say you should have been there? I mean, you would definitely say that. It should have been there, yeah. <laughs> um, we covered choice of language. Instead of saying, I have to be at a conference, say, I get to go to a mm. conference, that will just change your mindset around it. Um, we talked about so much. And, you know, the thing that we won't be able to easily replicate or actually not replicate at all is the advice that yeah. the audience gave us. So one thing that stuck in my mind is Alice Rowan's advice. Shout out to Alice Rowan as well. She she's was awesome. great and she's done it. Yeah, she is. And she did um, um, a TikTok, whatever you call it. Are they called reels on TikTok? Just a TikTok, yeah. But about her 
ticked his arm again um, about her day in Brighton where she gave a talk and then she went for a nap and she said that's what I was going to do. But she has a um, phrase that she uses for her Mondays. I can't remember bare, what the phrase was, but Mondays, on Mondays all she her. does, bare minimum, yeah. bare minimum. Because we were talking about um, starting the week all energised but feeling burnt out by the end of Monday. And she says that on Mondays all she does is check her emails. Mm. So I think that was that was really yeah, great advice. then uh, she said that then you sort of set up your expectation for what you're going to achieve that day. And um, you can yeah. always check your emails. But then what she said as well is if you do achieve anything else, then you feel like, yeah, yeah. I got this. Um, yes. But yeah, so it's always wonderful. And I suppose that's that's why we're urging people to come to the, to the actual events in person mm. is because it's not just the three of us that are talking and sharing our, our experiences, yeah. but it's also hearing from people as well that's really uh, that's really valuable. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a huge factor in no, having definitely. the speakers there and the attendees there and people talking about their experiences from both perspectives, right? And using Alice as a perfect example there. We were yeah. talking at the Neurodivergent meetup afterwards and we were saying like, the big reason part of coming to Brighton SEO is to learn stuff and network and all that stuff, but you get to see your friends as well. And Alice is one of those people for me now. We have now become like the people who hang out together a lot at Brighton SEO. It's like, it's now a big part of Brighton is seeing the people who you feel most comfortable with. And we're creating this little group of like, yeah, we all, you know, really like hanging out with each other and, and having that moment and setting those expectations for Benham and Mondays is the kind of the, the last thing I'll say about this because you should have been there to hear the rest of it listeners is something Alice and I have also learned from Miriam's yesterday as well is planning your meetings as well because they can be super super draining the same applies to talks the same applies to if you're doing meetings at conferences as well I don't envy those people who have to then go off and do a client call and then run off to a talk I've never done it but I know plenty of people do they they have to do work while they're there as well but planning those out and making sure you have time before to prep and time after to recover so you're not as I said earlier literally running from one to the other makes such a huge difference for me and I have now applied that to my working week as well as much as I can in that I'm not my own boss and stuff but Miriam and, and Alice being freelancers can really really tailor this to their energy levels and their mood and things like that is don't book a bunch of stuff happening on a Friday afternoon. Don't book a bunch of client calls first thing on a Monday, if that's not how you are. Maybe you're brilliant on a Monday, and that's when you should book all of your stuff on a Monday. But understand, and, and what I've done over the last few months is record my energy levels and mood as I'm going through the week. Oh, Tuesday afternoon is always brilliant for me, and I'm the, my most productive, whereas Thursday morning, I'm my worst or whatever. Understanding yourself and learning that really has helped me then plan out my week and if I know there's a really important piece of work that he's doing, I can then use that focus time and the high energy time to really get it done and then plan around, oh, I cannot be dealing with three client calls in a row on a Monday. I, I, I do not have the energy for this. And knowing that applies to conferences. It applies to my work week as well. And it's something I've learned from both Alice and Miriam over knowing them over the last couple of years. Wonderful. I mean, it's just, yeah, like hearing all this, it's such great advice and it's just <laughs> it all boils down to just being kinder to yourself and putting yourself first and not saying yes to everything and learning about yourself and 
yeah, I said earlier that I'm on that journey of getting to know who I am, being more self-aware, and I'm always going to be learning. And yeah, like it's not scary. Well, I suppose it is a bit scary because you feel like you're you you're opening up a, a bit of you that you've not done before. So you're like, oh, yeah. what's going to come out? Like, but do you know what? As soon as you start being more curious, and the next like if anything, like the next week, just, just jot down. So whatever activities, like whether that's something that you're doing for work or something socially or admin or whatever, um, while you're going through it, just jot down like how your energy levels were. And then you'll be the more that you do this, the more that you become aware. So the next time you're at a conference or the next time that you're in a energy draining scenario, you know, okay, I know what I need to do so that I'm not a shell of a human when I come <laughs> to the end of the conference, right? Um, so yeah, right. Um, I think I think that's it really. Um, we've We've covered as much as we can. And you're just going to have to be there next time, aren't you? <laughs> exactly. That That's the thing to take away is come to the next one. That's the thing to take away. <laughs> well, what we can do is, so we've put together a Google form that we can pop in the show notes. So the plan is that every time there's a Brighton SEO, every time there's a conference at an event, um, me, Jack and Tasman will be there to do a live podcast and we always pick topics that are related to conferences and stuff. So we've done anxiety, we've done um, energy levels. So we'll just, we'll carry on picking because we've scratched the, scratched the surface, haven't we both? Yeah, there's, there's, there's plenty so more to discuss. There's so much that we can tap into. So yeah, so check out um, in the show notes, look out for that Google form and um, you can sign up and then we can keep you in the loop about the live events and when you can get tickets and all the information so you can be with us next time. And we promise not to spam. We're SEO people. We won't spam you, we promise. <laughs> Uh, so wonderful right well thank you for a lovely conversation jack and tasman thank you it's a lovely friday afternoon (laughs) (laughs) and yes um shall we say goodbye then goodbye then (laughs) (laughs) goodbye everyone (laughs) come on jack i'll uh put you on put you on the spot here like you 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 say goodbye you do the you do the podcasting host thing i'll I'll do my podcast host thing i'll, I'll switch on and do the host thing <laughs> uh you can follow of course the search with candor podcast search for us on any podcast apps and same for seo mindset as well go and search the seo mindset or go to seomindset.co.uk go to search.withcanda.co.uk and you can get either of us there all of the show notes all of the links all that stuff for either of the podcasts and there's also links for all of our social media stuff as well so you can go follow myself follow sarah and follow tasman on there as well Wonderful. And we really hope to see as many faces at our next live podcast as possible. Goodbye. Goodbye.